0: get money got to go get it no matter who with it is time to get money they talk like they get it i don't really get it these niggas is funny out on the move make a home put a nut in her tummy no time for the stunning i just want 4 G autos on the cheap out on that know now you fuck with me niggas be talking but that shit is cheap the one's not she in love with me lock it down nigga don't need to
1: we're back in the building in the mom's basement uh, we're back for another episode, episode ninety-five. Uh, joined via Skype are both co-hosts today, Alex and Michael. What's going on, boys?
2: Yes, yo, what's up?
1: Had to get the uh, the three-way Skype call no issue going. Uh, both of these Jamokes could not make it today, so episode ninety-five all via Skype. Bear with us, as I'm sure it's not going to be great. So we'll figure it all out along the way here, hopefully.
2: Love a good three-way.
1: I mean, I've never been oh, yeah. disappointed by a three-way, so. Yeah.
2: You know, especially when it's with your best buds. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 Nothing better than a good three-way with your buddies, you know? <laughs> no, Nothing it's, like,
2: it's just your typical Tuesday.
1: <laughs> just <This> another is... <laughs> Monday morning, as they say. Michael, I see you're drinking. Is that a rum and dye over there?
3: Um, it's a rum and zero calories, zero sugar, zero artificial sweetener soda from Whole Foods.
1: Well, I'm glad that you're watching uh, your caloric intake and your sugar intake.
3: Well, it's like I was kind of, I didn't know that they didn't have like pop there, like a normal, like a Pepsi or something. So
1: It's a good old soda pop.
3: I tried this and uh, it wasn't too bad.
1: Not bad. I'm surprised
2: I don't carry like RC Cola. I would be fucking happy with that.
1: Hang on, let me hit exactly. these lights real quick for everybody.
2: What are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing?
3: How's this guy doing? <laughs> Hello, Earth to Ty.
1: Hi. That was <laughs> a little better for you, or what?
3: Uh, I don't know. What did you just do? <laughs>
1: I turned more lights on. Tricks of the trade. Know what I'm saying? Decent. Uh, we got a lot, a lot to talk about here, boys. Uh, Steelers lose on Sunday, fall to 0 3 for the first time probably in, I don't know, 10 years. I can't remember when the last time was, but is it time Old to hit hick- 2013.
3: 2013.
1: So six years. Is it time to panic?
2: No. No.
1: No. No's all around. Uh, I agree, but I just don't see how you can bounce back from 0-3. Your star quarterback goes out. Uh, you bring your young rookie quarterback and Mason Rudolph in, which is fine. Not he's a rookie. Been- yeah, he's not a rookie. I know. I keep saying that, too. But you get it. You bring him in, and he's been doing great thus far. But it, as a whole, the team's just not competing at a caliber where... They're going to make the playoffs.
3: Honestly, yeah. I mean, they didn't make the playoffs last year, and our lives went on. So if they don't make the playoffs again this year, yeah, it fucking sucks. But I'm shooting for a winning season.
1: Yeah, no, I'm definitely shooting for a winning season, at least 8-8. Eight and eight.
3: Yeah, like that's what's on the table right now. You know, if we do better than that. That's fucking awesome, but yeah, yeah. they need to focus on uh, stringing some wins together.
1: Right. Will you do me a favor and just center yourself one time, McGroy? There you go, dude. Appreciate that. I don't want you getting cut off, you know, in the, it's in the video. It's tough to sit in
0: one
3: position. I'm not on fu- an airplane, dude.
1: <laughs> well, good thing, because <laughs> <laughs> cause then your phone wouldn't be in airplane mode right now, and you would be in so much fucking trouble, dude.
2: Yeah, we yeah, all... Yeah, nice thought. Nice logic. I mean, how much space do
3: you have sitting on an airplane?
1: Hmm. What was that?
3: I'm saying, like, I've got a a big couch. You don't want to fucking move around. I got ADD.
1: Way to brag about (laughs) your huge couch. Rub it in. That's fine. Rub it out. (laughs) Always rub one out. Uh, Let's get down to the brass tacks of things here, though. Uh, Let's break it down. Let's start with the offense. Deontay Johnson shouts out him. First start. Wait,
2: what what offense?
1: <laughs> exactly. What fucking offense? Where was the offense? Like, Michael, yeah, I know you have all the stats, but
2: But dude, it's think about it, it's ridiculous that we fucking can't We we turned the ball over four times in the first quarter and we have two field goals to show for it and we can't seem to get a fucking first down. Like, dude, uh I mean, personally, it was frustrating to see. Just because well, I feel like your yeah. defense was literally playing out of their fucking minds and we couldn't do anything to fucking distance ourselves a little bit.
3: Yeah. No, the, uh, yeah, the defense played very well, you know, five fucking turnovers. That's great.
2: Yeah. Five total. and so, fucking okay. uh,
1: two interceptions.
3: Yeah. Watt and Fitzpatrick.
1: Listen, yeah. if you, if you get five turnovers on the defensive end, you have to win the game. There's no excuse not to.
3: You watched the Bears last night? They got five turnovers and they capitalized. They had 21 points off of turnovers in the first half.
1: Yeah, there you go. That's called doing something with your turnovers. There has never been, well, I don't want to say never been. It's been years. 0 45 1. Yeah, okay. So teams with four turnovers or more have been 0 45 1. Five or more. Five or more. 0 45 1. That one, that one tie. That was the Steelers last year against the Browns. So you see a trend and then, here.
3: And now teams that have given up the ball five or more times are 1 45 and 1 because
1: this of the Steelers. Steelers right. You're so,
3: 2019.
1: Yeah, you're 2019. And it's like, the, especially with the defense that's been so underwhelming thus far. In the season, I know it's only been two games, but they haven't really done much those first two games. So for them to come out and be able to do what they did on defense, take the ball away five times, fucking Minka Fitzpatrick already loved the pickup, had a pick, a fumble recovery. I think Devin Bush had two fumble recoveries. The defense played out of their minds. The young dudes played up to their potential. Yep. It's on the offensive side where the young dudes and they are young just couldn't couldn't do anything
3: yeah then that's the problem is the defense played so well all game but they were on the field for 73 snaps
1: 73 snaps will exhaust anybody like yeah of course they're going to uh, be gassed at the end
3: yeah the niners had 73 plays the steelers had 51 The time of possession was 36 minutes and 17 seconds. Niners, Steelers had 23 minutes and 43 seconds.
1: You know, it makes sense, I guess. Um, Actually, I guess it doesn't make sense because going into that game, the Steelers were 31st in the NFL with touchdowns allowed, six in two games, um, to interceptions, which they had zero of. So they get two interceptions, right, two in the defensive end, and – I mean, I don't want to take anything away from Rudolph because he did throw for two touchdowns. But what was the stat? Michael, i shared share it with you. Some dude on Twitter. Didn't even see his name. But quarterback Mason Rudolph completed just two passes beyond the line of scrimmage on Sunday. He was 14 of 27. Both of those throws that were past the line of scrimmage, touchdowns. Yep. So... It's it's clear as fucking day right here what we need to be doing to win games. If the defense plays like that for the rest of the fucking year.
2: And, well, yeah. and I think part of and I think part of it too is that like I don't feel like there was any kind of consistent play call in where like we were we like would try to establish a run game, then a pass game, and it wasn't concrete on what we were trying to do. Like I kind of felt like we were all over the place. Like at one point I didn't know if the offense knew what they were doing. You know, like it didn't seem like they were together or they weren't on the same page. Like, I I don't, I don't honestly I don't know what it was because it's not like James Conner was getting many R's or Benny Snell, you know. And it's not like I don't know. I I think it's the fact that the Niners didn't respect you know like the the throwing game because there was none.
3: Yeah, and that's a phenomenal defensive game plan. Fucking attack the guy who has not done anything yet in the league.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it worked worked just as they fucking planned it to. I mean, Tappy, you said the offensive play calling was inconsistent. I'd beg to differ quite the opposite. It was super consistent with consistently bad play calls from a throwing standpoint where 12 of 14 completions were behind the line of scrimmage. You're not going to win ballgames dumping off, checking down to your fucking line or your uh, running back behind the line of scrimmage.
3: And guess who led the team in receptions that game?
1: Um... Connor. James Con- Why is he leading the team in receptions when you have Juju Smith-Schuster, you have James Washington, you have Deontay Johnson. I mean, they both caught touchdowns, yeah, but you need more of that. James yeah, Conner like, should not be your leading receiver.
3: Yeah, I showed you, bro. James Conner four receptions, Deontay Johnson three, Juju three, Washington two, McDonald and Grimble one. Vance is out. That sucks ass. There's yeah. not we don't have Jesse James. We've got Xavier Grimble. We uh, you have to assume that Zach Gentry gets a shot. Has to, yeah,
2: so, right? And which, which Zach Gentry is, I don't think he'll be. Re- he won't be ready this year. You know, like he's just not that established. But it's That's one of those things that, like, the, the, seal, the Steelers the- need to sign just any tight end, any tight end at this point to make you to make you competitive.
3: Well, that's what I'm saying. If you throw gentry out there, he'll fit right in because they all don't look established.
2: Yeah. That's a good point. No. I mean, hey, who knows? Maybe maybe he makes a few good catches, you know, he surprises all of us. Maybe he actually fucking shows up to the occasion and says, Noah well, fuck this dude. I want this. Hey, that's let, what I'm saying.
1: Let me ask you guys, um, where the fuck was Jalen Samuels that game? How many rushes did he have? Zero. Right? A goose, goose egg. egg. He's not hurt, as far as I fucking know. So why did he get zero carries?
3: How many receptions did he have?
1: Zero. A big old bundle. You know what? You know what, dude?
2: If if uh, if Van out, line up line up uh, Jalen Samuels. He's naturally a tight end.
1: Problem fucking solved. You got to use the man first, though. Where the why is Benny Snell getting carries and Jalen Samuels isn't? Why is James Conner only getting 14 carries a game?
3: Well, I heard that's a valid question, and I think it was some—I can't remember the exact radio show. I saw it on Twitter. It's Pittsburgh. I'd like to give him credit, but they had an interview, and um, James Conner was saying, you know, the Niners were quick to get us you know, on jet sweeps and not around the outside. But when we were running up the middle, we were moving the chains. So it's like, let's feed him the rock. Like we saw it. He had a lot of decent runs, like eight yards, six yards, right up the gut. Like fucking keep doing that.
1: And I know that um, I keep preaching it, but you need to let the running backs get into some sort of rhythm. You can't have yep. them have, carrying the ball 10 times a game they're not going to get in any kind of fucking rhythm. Give them the ball, feed them yeah. up the middle, get them to the outside a couple times, see where they're getting comfortable, and let them fucking run the ball.
2: Yeah, and to piggyback off what Michael said. I mean, that's what the fucking Niners did to the Steelers. You know? yeah. Dude, their run, their run game, they literally kept just blasting it down the middle, and it kept working, and it was it was a running back by committee. There was three different running backs into that. All three of them fumbled. And they all got switched back into the rotation.
1: Yeah. I mean, you you see the recipe for the winning. It's right there. You're looking at it. The offense just has such a long way to go. And it begs the question, you know, at this point, whose fucking fault is it? You know, the play calling. Do you blame the offensive coordinator? Do you blame Tomlin? You saw the same shit last year with Haley. You fired Haley. Is it Tomlin? Is it the offensive coordinator? Is it just because, you know, you have such a young fucking squad right now, all the veterans are getting injured, you got the young guys stepping up, they're trying to figure it all out. Like, which is it? I'm not sure.
3: I'm unsure as well. You know, Tomlin has been a a phenomenal head coach over the last, what, like 13 years?
1: Well, that's the thing, is like, I don't want to bash Tomlin because I feel like he's done so much.
3: Well, and that's... Another again, I don't remember who it was on Twitter. Shout out someone on Pittsburgh or at Pittsburgh, but um, they were like, "We've had Tomlin for this long, you know. You can't like take something for granted." Like, and another question was, "Okay, all these people that say fire Tomlin, fire Tomlin. Who's who's gonna replace him?"
1: Yeah, who do you like, get to replace? Are we
3: just gonna get some Jamoke
2: off the fucking street? <clears throat> yeah, somebody who's not gonna waste away your years. A top right. we tier- need the thing like, Ooh, whoever's next is gonna be there for a long time, you know. There's a reason the Steelers have had three three coaches over their entire period. Right. Was it three? And yeah,
3: Chuck Knoll, Bill Cowher, and yeah, boy, Mike.
2: Yeah, and, and he's in danger of having his first season uh, be be below five hundred. Right.
3: Like that's what I was saying. Like he's had a winning season. Every over year since he's years? fucking been there. That's fucking crazy.
1: So it's like you can't get rid of a... Listen, dude, as, as far as coaches go in the NFL, it's like the top eight are usually good coaches. Past that, it's a fucking crapshoot, dude. I mean, you don't know what you're getting with coaches as far as these lower-level teams, like the Steelers, the Patriots, you know, Cowboys. Teams like those, they have the same coaching staff. I mean... Because they're yeah. good. They're elite level coaches.
3: Right. And yeah, if we were to get a new coach or something and shit's still bad, you know, they only have them do, they're not going to sign to a large contract because, you know, they probably want to see what's going on first. Doesn't right. work. Then you get a new coach and then you get a new, it's just fucking a
2: mess. Yeah. I guess, I guess, question for you guys Do you think maybe any of, uh, maybe those offensive, drought that we had and trouble that we've been going through has maybe a little bit to do with the fact we lost uh, Mike Munchak and we also lost uh, Drake Darrell this year? Uh,
3: yes. And to keep that going, I think a huge impact is that we also lost AB and Le'Veon.
1: Yes. Uh-huh. Now, uh-huh. to what you said, Tapia, I think Munchak, but him not being there, kind of hurts i mean you've seen the offensive line dude this year already like the regression from years past they're getting worked and you could probably attribute attribute it to the fact that a lot of those guys on the line are veterans they've been around a while they're older they're probably just not the same player that they used to be like let's be honest but they've always been a top tier offensive line and this year i just don't see it
3: well here's kind of a question within that is not that they have any disrespect to Mason i'm sure they want mason to you know succeed but pouncy foster those guys are saying like yeah if ben's done then i'm done so it's like maybe they're not busting their asses like they would for ben
1: right you
2: know or maybe or maybe they're not you know having that extra pop in their stuff
3: right you know kind
2: of that the little the little bit of extra fire it's like yo man that's ben that's my guy i've right. been through it with him they haven't been
1: through with anything with mason Mason, you know the guy's barely even
2: the back of this. Yeah, Mason,
1: <laughs> Mason. Yeah, no, I I could see that, dude. I mean, and it's tough to click with an, a new quarterback like that.
3: I don't believe that that's the case. I just thought of that, and right, yeah.
1: it's a possibility. Definitely a possibility. I don't know who's to say, but Michael, to your point, you said it hurts that we don't have Le'Veon and Antonio Brown. We were talking earlier today the difference between this year and last year from an offensive standpoint we don't have that one big time playmaker on the offensive end this year sure you have juju smith schuster but dude he's still in his what third year like he's still a young yeah. receiver trying to figure 23 shit out. 23 years old yeah he's only 23 no ab no Le'Veon bell i mean dude sure antonio's had all his shit you know this season he was still a hell of a receiver Le'Veon Bell, I said he was probably going to be dog shit after taking a year off. I will eat my words on that because this year, from what I've seen out of Le'Veon Bell, he has not missed a fucking step. And the Steelers missed that.
3: He is a freak. And, yeah, literally, you know, like you said, James Conner, he's beast. Or Juju, he's beast. But they're not a threat. Right. That is the issue. It's not like... We're talking all pro talent.
1: We're talking not, Hall of Fame not, talent.
3: Yeah, we're not talking Pro Bowl or like we're talking next level elite talent between AB and Le'Veon, and you know I've got no doubt in my mind that we can see, succeed without them. However, you can tell that we're missing them.
1: To succeed without dudes like that on your team, though, you need a well-rounded yeah. team all around, coaching staff included. So,
3: and I think we do. I think you know. I think we we all. I think we all might agree that we do have a solid setup for success. Not as good as we've had in years past, but they just need to mesh. They need to click.
1: And that—that's my honest opinion. Is I think this team has what it takes to be successful, make the playoffs, and make a push in the playoffs. They're just so young and haven't played all together yet that they need a year or two, you know they need to be able to connect. Yeah. No issue. Uh,
3: and it's not that I think they could succeed with what they have. I know they can succeed with what they have.
1: I yeah, agree a hundred percent.
0: It's
3: just tough, dude, when you get 11 first downs in the game and your opposing team uh, gets 26
1: It's tough. And you've said this to me before, Michael, because you you kind of brought me into the Pittsburgh fandom, if you will. You've always been a Pittsburgh fan.
2: I kind of did.
1: Okay, you brought me into the Pittsburgh fandom?
2: Yeah, yeah, you kind of did too with me.
1: Yeah, both of you. But you both of you. Yeah, both of you. Yeah, both of you. I remember you telling me specifically, <laughs> you said, I've been so spoiled with how good Pittsburgh sports have been in the past 10 to 15 years that to, to see them lose now, is like a whole new world, dude. It's a game changer.
3: Yeah, 100%. You know, the two Steelers Super Bowls were fucking awesome. It was heartbreaking to see the third one against the Packers. But oh, yeah. the toughest thing for me right now is <laughs> we've always known the Pirates are bad. You know, so the Pirate season's ending yeah. and the Steelers are getting going. Usually you take the bad from the Pirates and you ride it up with the Steelers. The Steelers are not – they're just keeping the trend down.
1: It's been, and it's been a train.
3: Like, I don't like down trends at all.
1: Yeah. It's it's tough to see. And like I said earlier, dude, I hope the Penguins have end up having a good season this year because if the Steelers are going to play like this, ooh, it's going to be a long fucking winter, I'll tell you that oh, much. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. So here's what fucking hoping.
3: Um, I put a few notes on my phone. I got a shout out to Boswell.
1: Been good, oh, dude. dude. No, he no problem. He's
2: consistent.
1: Yeah.
3: Honestly, honestly, That's
2: the God that we know.
3: I saw, um, I have a source this time, Alex Kazora on Twitter. He said Boswell, through three weeks last season, was one for four field goals and nine for 11 extra points. Through three weeks this season, he's five for five field goals and four for four extra points.
1: Love it. Good things it.
3: to take away. This year, he's four for four extra points through three three games. That's great. But last year, he had 11 opportunities for extra points. Where's... 11 last year, four this year.
2: Yeah, because we're not we're not getting into field goal range. That, that comes with the fact that we can't get a first down. Yeah, we're not moving the ball. You know like, Can you pull up Jordan Berry's stats and see how many times he's had a ball? Yes, 100%. Well, and Yeah, the- dude, cuz you know what, that that's going to be a great great it's going to it's going to show a lot from the last game cuz I felt felt like every time he was just punting and punting and punting and he's been doing great. Yeah, Career but
3: it. So, he's already punted it 16 times this year.
2: Jesus Christ.
3: Four inside the 20, only one touchback. Five Not fair bad. Catch- As long as 60.
1: So, I mean, our special teams units playing okay.
3: <laughs> no, the special. If you had, you know, you pick your studs and duds, your winners and losers. Sp- uh, special teams winners, rest of the team losers.
1: Hundred percent, hundred percent. and it's not it, even that, close. Sounds,
3: that sounds way worse than how I meant it to. But like, yeah, we, we have to shout out special teams. They're playing well.
1: Well, it's Good. the like, only I part that's playing well, so Bolton. yeah, we have no choice but to shout him out. Down. What'd you say? I missed it.
3: John Holton flying down the field for punt oh, return. Oh, dude. I mean, dude, we punt so many times, so I mean, he's running a lot, but.
1: I was gonna say if he
2: can get his timing down, he like on uh, I think it was a second or third punt, bro. He. He was, he was close. He was so close to just laying that dude out so hard. Honestly. He, he barely like snagged him uh, by like the jersey.
3: What's scary with that, though, is if he hits somebody <laughs> square on, running at what looks like 50 miles per hour.
1: <laughs> he's a dead man walking.
3: <laughs> yeah, he'll probably be on the injured reserve.
1: That dude's like this fucking big around.
2: But he flies.
1: So fast. No sure human should move me. that quick.
2: All right, let me answer you guys a question. What'd you think of Minka's first game in the in the Black and Gold?
1: Okay, so yeah, let's talk defense, dude. Because the defense, like we said, showed yeah. out. Um, dude,
3: Minka got absolutely tossed by
2: the fullback. <laughs> yeah, he did. He bounced, dude. He bounced so hard off of.
1: Dude, yeah, he got
2: wrecked. He, it. he legit got put it on his ass. I think
3: that fullback's name is like Yuschek. Yeah, him and Greg Kittle. Are what Vance McDonald <laughs> wants. Like Greg Kittle is a, or George Kittle, Greg Kittle is a fucking animal. Yeah, he is.
1: And he reminds then me. Use check too. He reminds me of Gronk in his demeanor and his play. <clears throat> He's like a Gronk two Terrifying. Which, which makes sense because all game long the Steelers had a linebacker covering that tight end George Kittle. That linebacker's name. For a lot of those snaps, Devin Bush. And I know Bush was supposed to be able to, you know, pass defend and be able to drop into coverage, but he got warped.
3: I will say that I agree with that, but the most blown coverage and the worst defensive showing I've seen this season was Mark Barron.
2: Yeah.
3: Mark Barron was so bad, and he he gave up that last touchdown.
1: Which is yeah, disappointing. It is. What? It's disappointing in the fact that he came in to the Steelers organization as a hybrid between linebacker and safety to where he was able to play both. And the fact that as a linebacker, he, he cannot drop into coverage to defend a receiver or a tight end is useless to us.
3: Well, in – With that being said, it's like (laughs) no team, no one else wanted him. Like, wasn't he a free agent or did we trade for him?
2: No, he was a free agent. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So, like, nobody else wanted him. Why do you think the Rams didn't want him back?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, picked up Clay Matthews.
3: Who at this point, yeah, I wish we fucking got Clay Matthews.
1: (laughs) I wouldn't mind it, honestly, but.
2: No, nah, I mean, I, 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 would have. They, I think it. that goes in the, I think that goes the opposite way we were trying to go. Yeah, I agree. Mark Barron. What's up with the here? But, Hold up. <laughs>
1: but
2: I guess whose fault is that? Like, are we not? His, he he
3: was calling the plays and every He was calling the signals and everything. That's why he was in the whole game because they designated him that game to call the signals. So it's like, but, necessary, but he wasn't you know, necessarily calling the plays, but like. He needed to be at the top of his game. If you're calling the signals like that, that was Shazier's job, bro.
2: Yeah, I agree.
3: So it's like, and I'm not counting him out, but I I just had to say, I think Barron had the worst defensive performance. Him and fucking Terrell Edmonds.
2: Oh, yeah, yes. dude. Terrell, dude Ter- Terrell Edmonds, I feel like, isn't making the tackles
1: he needs to be.
2: Or the coverage that he should be covering.
1: No, I, I think the Steelers' defense as a whole has a huge problem with one-on-one tackling. In making open tackles they're, they're trash
3: yeah they were 31st in the league last year
1: yeah which is a terrible terrible <laughs> stat um i wanted i wanted to shout out to it again dude on the defensive end he had an, i think one or two sacks i can't remember dude. two two monster. monster the dude just a quarterback killer
3: the one of, or I think it was his second one. He was literally sprinting up the gut, and I was like, "Dude, if I'm Jimmy G, I'm running home
1: and changing my underwear immediately." I mean, also,
2: can we talk about the fact that Jimmy G got tackled so many times? So
1: many times, bro. He was on his ass all game long. What is that? <laughs> Zevia? Is that the sugar-free nice
2: shit? Cola. Sugar-free cherry coke. Yeah. How is it? Is it good?
3: Yeah, I mean, I keep drinking it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't think you had a choice. Yeah, I pretty much just turned off my taste buds.
1: <laughs> um, T.J. Watt had a pick that was nice to see, but aside from that, I don't know what he really did besides that. I mean, he's supposed yeah. to be the enforcer. I mean,
2: he rolled up on Jimmy G once or twice. I was gonna say he did.
3: You know, he was very active with um, going after Jimmy G. But Ty, we were talking. He had two tackles.
1: Yeah, two. That's it.
3: And I think Mark Barron had one.
1: Your linebackers need more tackles.
3: Where's Vince Williams? Is he hurt?
1: Yeah, yeah he right got hurt. Hands-
2: yeah, I feel like we're missing that. Yeah, from chasing he, I, down uh, Flash Gordon. Literally.
1: <laughs> That'll do it. Fastest literally. man alive. lies.
3: At least he was fucking trying. We'd seen Mark Barron jogging.
1: Speaking of not trying, Bud Dupree, dude, again, hasn't done dick. Early on in this game, he was getting pressure on that rookie uh, tackle that the fucking 49ers had. But I don't yeah. think he had more than one or two tackles either, and I know he didn't have a sack.
2: I'll tell you about the tackles in six yeah, but Bud Dupree looked good, and the Air Jordan won black and yellow
1: cleats. Yeah, well, I wish he would look good playing football instead.
2: Well, we can only do so much. Bud Dupree... Guess.
1: How many, what, tackles? Yeah. One. Three. Three? Uh, It's fair enough, I suppose, but still. He was supposed to be the difference maker on the defense in that game. I mean, again, they got five takeaways. That's awesome, but he was supposed to work that fucking rookie.
3: I mean, yeah. But it, I, we can't, I don't know that we could blame this on
2: the defense.
1: No, no, absolutely. I'm not blaming the defense. No, we can't.
2: We can't. because, no. dude, they gave the offense every opportunity, and the offense couldn't do anything with it. Five turnovers. Like,
3: yeah, we like, can discuss I, for individual I, players, but the defense as a whole, they held
2: their own. Yeah. Like, the, the offense, I could not fathom the fact it, it took us how many drives to finally get a first down?
1: Uh, uh, a few more than should have been. We'll just put it that way. Um yeah. So Minka Fitzpatrick, first game with the Steelers, we talked about him getting tossed by the the fullback. He also got called for a few penalties, a roughing the passer call, which kind of hurt us.
3: That was so, so that was so bogus. So bogus. They said it. They said it that it was called because he hit him up high.
1: No bullshit. No.
3: I was like, what the fuck? That was so bogus.
1: But he more than made up for it with a pick and a fumble recovery. So and oh, yeah. how many tackles did he have? Like eight?
3: Minka Fitzpatrick himself had five total or er, five yeah, five total tackles, a
2: pick, force fumble.
1: Force fumble? I thought he had a recovery yeah, too.
2: He's the one that hit the, the running back low and he made him fumble and then uh what's with- yeah, Devin yeah, yeah you're up. right. Yep. Dude, that was a great as I, I was like, oh!
3: Yeah, dude, that was, I was so hyped, and that's why it sucks, because when they lost, I was like, I got so excited for nothing.
2: <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> I was going nuts. Yeah. I couldn't remember. He just got this guy, like,
1: six days ago. He's yeah. already just making a difference. He's already cool. the best player on the defense. Yeah. <laughs> I was
3: going to say, him and Nelson...
1: Stevie Nelson,
3: Stevie Nicks. Stevie Nelson. <laughs>
1: yeah. Not They're bad. Killing it. Not bad, in, I'd say.
2: This is the second week in a row, I think, Devin Bush has had 11 tackles. Well, yeah. Well, dude, also, Stevie Nelson, I think, is like, he's been targeted the third most in the league, and he's only let up, I think, 23%, which is like, I think, the lowest.
3: That's fucking great. We need, like, I think we said the defense. I think those two have been playing the best. Devin Bush, he's got room for improvement, but, I mean, I can't complain, really, with the way he's been playing.
2: Yeah. Yeah. How many tackles did Devin Bush have?
3: 11, again.
2: Damn. But, like
3: Ty was saying, you know, a lot of his tackles are coming from being beat by the receiver and then him chasing down the receiver. So, I mean,
2: yeah.
1: Yeah, nice tackle, but deflect the ball one time. <laughs> yeah. So it, it's tough, man.
2: I, I, I guess I guess knowing what we know and it's Steelers football, do you think we're trying to blitz too much? Dude, cuz I feel like that, I feel like that's what's happening. Like it's a lot of these like hard blitzes where it's like fucking 3 and 7 and then all of a sudden he just gained 11 yards.
3: Honestly, I was actually just trying to ask myself the same question because I was changing up my defense in Madden. Yeah. I've got great pressure on the QB, but my defensive backs are trash.
2: Yeah, and, and think about it also. The Steelers are the only team that are always going to blitz you on the first down of every play.
3: I mean, they should. They should, bur- yeah. you should be blitzing. at least. You should be blitzing. You should send one guy every play.
1: Yeah. I- I don't know if it's so much a problem of blitzing too much as it is a problem of not being able to get any kind of pressure when we don't blitz. Like, the front four has to get pressure when we're not blitzing. Otherwise, the quarterback's going to sit there and pick apart our zone like they've done for three fucking straight weeks already. And when you, you, when you blitz guys, it just opens up more holes in that zone.
3: And that's the thing is I don't like zone.
1: I don't either.
3: I, I don't I like zone it. in basketball. I don't like it in football. It's like...
2: I don't even it. like the passing zone. I, the only zone I like is the end zone. Like Ed Zachary. I'm with you. Literally, like, Joe Hayden.
3: Match up. Fucking... this! The cornerbacks and the linebackers should never be playing like the zone unless it's a QB spy or just one linebacker chilling there. Like... One of them has to pick the running back. The Cbs are locked up. I don't. I don't get it.
1: Or you There's, can even play two safeties at a zone and let your cornerbacks match up. Like,
3: well, no, that's what I'm saying, 100. percent But then your linebackers, you—they've got three linebackers on the field. You can't zone all of them because they're—they're going to get beat. We've seen it with Bush. We've seen it with Baron. See it with Vince Williams.
1: So and if he's
3: and why is he running man on fucking Josh Gordon?
1: Right. <clears throat> so it sounds like it's just a matter of not being able to cover receivers well enough.
3: It sounds like like rotations or fucking not play calling, but defensive schemes. I don't know.
1: I or just I, fucking preparing, watching tape. <laughs> yeah, like especially against the teams that you play multiple times in a year. Like, you should be able to know instinctually what the fuck they're about to do based on the amount of tape.
3: You should know what they're about to do. Like, you know, the Steelers and the Patriots, you know, they've had the same head coach for how long? Any time that you meet up and play, you should know what they're going to do. Yeah. It's like, yeah, they have a few, you know, trick plays, things run a little different, but you know the fucking basis of their, how they do their things.
1: And I know that's so fucking much easier said than it is actually done.
3: Well, yeah, I'm just fucking podcasting.
1: (laughs) I'm just saying shit on a podcast that nobody's going to listen to anyway. But, I mean, dude, at some point something has to happen because we've been watching it for the last three, four years with the Steelers at this point. So I'm not sure.
3: And to make things worse on Sunday, the Steelers, Penguins, and Pirates all lost.
1: And to make things worse, there's a lot of injuries going around. The old injury bug for the Steelers. Yeah, uh, of animals in a arm sling. Yep, in an arm sling. Uh, Hayward went down on Sunday. Uh, I haven't heard anything about him. I don't know if you guys have.
2: Uh, but I did see that Cameron Hayward said, any guy pointing the finger, I'll break their damn finger.
1: Yeah, I did see that, which is nice to hear out of one of your leaders.
2: Yeah, yeah. then also whatever you guys saw about, uh we signed – Cornerback to the practice squad, Alexander Myers,
1: and a tight end.
2: Yeah, which little little uh background to Alexander Myers, he was an undrafted free agent that uh, the Sealers end up signing, and he had he actually had the Sealers gave him the most signing bonus money out of any other undrafted uh, free agent that we got. But then he was he was waived like three days into. Uh, into uh, preseason because he came down with an illness or something and like he they put him on some kind of like mi or mri thing where he can't like come back to the team for six weeks which is now
1: what interesting
2: yeah yeah so it's all, so it sounds like they really liked them but he just kind of had something going on and they, they got him back so i don't well, know yeah that's beast that they got him back
1: Dude's yeah. just down with the sickness, is all.
2: Um, yeah. I was gonna
3: say about Cam Hayward and breaking fingers. He's had nine tackles this season. Maybe you should focus
2: on sacking the quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> sacking someone's finger, Good literally.
1: Point. Good point. Uh, is James Conner's knee okay? Like, is that why he hasn't been running the ball well, or what's a, does do we know? Is he okay?
3: Is he okay? I have no idea
1: he didn't look okay based on his stats and his performance but I don't but know he's
3: been got the same fucking stats as he did last year I feel like,
1: like yeah, last
3: year he had a big game
1: until they realized they need to run the ball more to win games and convert third downs to be able to run the ball simple math really I don't know it's tough I but
3: don't see any Oh, injury You found something um, no, it's all, like, uh, nothing within the last 72 hours.
1: Right. That's all right. Uh, I wanted to get your guys' opinion on something real quick uh, before we kind of wrap up. Uh, should this, uh, well, let me start by saying, Michael Crabtree, former 49er, former Raven, I believe, free agent. And Raider. And Raider free agent. Wait. They, wait. The Ravens cut him. Yeah.
3: No. The fucking.
1: Whatever like team.
3: The, did or something or some weird ass team that I didn't even know he was on. The Cardinals.
1: Yeah, that's right. Oh, he was on the Cardinals. He was. So he's now a free agent. Do you think there's any use there from for the Steelers for Michael Crabtree?
2: I mean, I definitely. If we sign him it definitely stops us from ever using Dante Moncrief again.
1: <laughs> or Ryan Switzer for that matter.
2: Dude, Ryan Switzer is also like not in this game at all. Yeah, we
3: I think they might have heard our first podcast or second podcast.
1: Maybe or the uh, first
3: one because he was the leading receiver week 1.
1: They're just turning him uh-huh. into like the white Devin Hester where he just returns kicks.
2: Well, oh, not even that. There were there was like one or two where he didn't yeah, Johnny Holton did. He had
3: Johnny, yeah,
1: Johnny
2: Holton. And
1: he, yeah.
3: averaged, he had uh, 21 yards was his longest one.
1: So is that a sign? Is Switzer maybe on his way out? Who knows?
2: But Switzer was like, that's what like a lot of teams liked about him because in college, he was like a great like kick returner. But honestly, I haven't seen much. I like him. I just haven't seen much out of him. I
3: was going to say, yeah, he was a good kick returner in college. And his quarterback, Mitch Trubisky was a good quarterback in college.
2: <laughs> no, who hardly. Said that? I don't agree with people saying that. Hardly. Well, I mean, he
3: was good in college. That's why they he got drafted as early as he did.
2: Uh, I thought it was just people being dumb and
3: uh, yeah, I thought it was just
1: the Bears coaching staff being stupider than shit. I, th-
2: I thought I thought it was a really late April Fool's joke. <laughs> it um, might have been
1: a really <laughs> late one. <laughs>
2: still going. Yeah. All right.
3: Who? wears the camera? Jokes up. <laughs> Okay, I got punked.
1: Okay, so week four next week, uh, Steelers. Um, who do they got next week? Haven't even the night the, Monday,
2: night
1: Monday night football against the Bengals. Yep. Yeah.
2: Are we at home or are we away? At home, dude. At for the home. life of me, if they lose on Monday night in front of national TV, I'm gonna lose
3: it. You mean like they did Sunday night on national TV? <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh, dude! They didn't get beat, dude. They got, they got actually, they got, they got their asses whooped. They got with fifty states.
1: Yeah, they did, yeah.
2: dude. If if Andy Dalton throws for almost three hundred yards,
1: okay,
3: bro, Andy Dalton is second in the league in passing right now, and Case yeah. Keenum is
1: fourth. Keenum, unbelievable! It's ridiculous. All right predictions for Sunday or for Monday night against the Bengals who wins and who's the standout player for the Steelers and for the Bengals all right okay
2: (laughs) I'm gonna go all right yeah not everybody at once I'm gonna go Steelers win 24 21 and I think I think Jalen Samuel's gonna have a great game.
1: That's a bold prediction, homeboy. But yep, cool.
2: Yep. And then for the Bengals, I think Andy Dalton gets sacked at least four times. Okay. And he throws at least two picks.
1: Okay. Very All bold right. predictions. Don't hate it. Um I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Steelers seventeen. Bengals 10 I think I'm going to go James Conner. He's my standout player for the Steelers I think he's going to have a touchdown Finally and over 30 yards rushing But To that same note I think Joe Mixon on the Bengals I have him on my fantasy team he hasn't done Dick all year he's been a super Disappointment I think he runs All over the Steelers like they've allowed all The other running backs the first three weeks to do and I think Joe Mixon goes off for the Bengals for the first time all year, unfortunately.
2: Is is this, is this your reverse psychology?
1: Yes. <clears throat> Precisely. So here's the hoping that it fucking works. We'll
0: see.
1: Uh Michael. then well, va- you'll love this. Yeah. I why think don't you that
3: laugh. Yeah. I think the Bengals will I think the win what did I understand? just saying where'd you just 21 to 17
1: Bengals. lost you off the video what why i don't know i don't see you
2: um i see you you do yeah
1: poor connection Uh uh-oh there it is found him good good
3: i was gonna say the Bengals, like 21 to 17 are gonna win
1: okay is that reverse psychology or is that you just being honest with yourself
3: no, last week was reverse psychology. This week is um, reality. Fair enough. Like the Bengals aren't that good of a team. They're both 0-3, but it's like, how are we going to stop? Oh, and my pick to click for the Bengals is Tyler Eifert.
1: Okay, who hasn't done shit all year again.
3: Yeah, he'll he'll put on.
1: Because Devin <laughs> Bush will be guarding him, yeah. And Baron. Yep.
3: Um, also you mentioned Joe Mixon is you know we we know what he's capable of um also John Ross and Tyler Boyd very good, and like we said, Dalton is a fucking gunslinger he's second in the league in passing
1: the Red rocket, well, as they say
3: I think their defense will be all right, but they're going to give up the Steelers defense will be all right, but they'll give up some plays naturally because they'll be gassed because the offense doesn't know what they're good. doing.
1: It's been pretty evident thus far, so we will see. I hope – I mean, this is a must-win, right, at this juncture? Have to win. So we'll yeah, see what because, happens.
3: Yeah, if you, it's, what, a fourth of the season that they'll go start the first fourth of the season,
1: 0-4? Yep. Hard to come back from that. So Brutal. Need, need a win here Monday night at home against the Bengals. We'll see what happens. Um, Yo,
3: we need, James, we need to run the ball because the Bengals are 31st in rushing defense.
1: Fucking shoot a quick DM to Tomlin. Tables.
3: And <clears throat> we're 28th.
1: Yeah. I know. I believe <clears throat> that. <laughs> that I believe. But,
3: but the Pirates still have the sixth best average in the MLB.
1: <laughs> and that's talking baseball. Pirates are eliminated.
3: Yeah, they're finishing up their final homestand against the Cubs this week or this final series.
1: Who are also eliminated after last night or two nights ago.
3: Lost and and the, the Pirates are on a nine game losing streak going into this game.
1: Oh, well, let's go for 10. Yeah, let's see if we can't make history.
3: But I would like <laughs> to, to wrap it up on a good note. Pitt Panthers football beat UCF by one point after giving up, I think, 31 unanswered points. Yep. Um, Because it blew
2: a 21. I I watched that game.
3: Yeah, it was pretty beast. Um, That was UCF's first loss in like 1,089 days during the regular season, which is wild. Um, It was a 27-game regular season winning streak, and the Pitt Panthers got three ACC players of the week out of it.
1: You know what I have to say about that? Fuck UCF, and fuck their football team.
3: Yeah, like they think they're national champions. Well, suck on that. Pitt was unranked, and
2: well, well, they don't have the same coach. They got a new coach. Suck Pitt. He went to Nebraska. Yeah, well, how
3: are the Cornhuskers doing?
2: Well, did you see the fucking little U of I, on that glitch play? No, no. Didn't see well, like the O line, like. Offensive line literally didn't move. They rushed oh. and like laying out the quarterback. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah, yeah, That's that was that
3: Interesting.
1: Favorite. Yeah, so fuck UCF. Fuck their football team. Suck Pitt's mediocre sized dick, bitch. Uh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, they're always good for they're always good for one of those teams in one of those games once a year.
3: Yeah. But it, it's pathetic that that's what we look towards or look
1: for each year. <laughs> one game, the one win against the ranked team that we get lucky on. Yeah.
2: yeah. Well, remember when they went to Miami? Yeah, and Clemson. Yeah.
3: Fucking tight, <laughs> tight, tight, one... tight,
1: tight, 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 <laughs> tight. Oh um, man. Have you ever been...
3: mediocre? Right? No.
1: Yeah. Here's to Penguins hockey uh, being a okay this year yeah need it need it preseason here uh getting into the swing of things for hockey I haven't been paying attention at all It's not hockey season it's football season so we'll it get right. into the hockey uh later on down the road when the season gets going how's that um all right like- let's wrap this bitch up uh this has been the Yinzertainment entertainment podcast episode ninety five uh check us out anywhere podcasts are available we're on itunes soundcloud stitcher radio iHeartRadio, uh all over the fucking map um so check that out check us out on twitter and instagram at yins daily y-i-n-z d-a-i-l-y uh and make sure to check out our website com. the links for all the podcasts to listen are in there Make sure to check out our YouTube page, uh Yin's Daily on that as well. Y I N Z Daily. Uh, we'll be posting this video podcast. We've been posting the last few up there, so go check those out. And uh, we'll be back next week, episode ninety-six, next Tuesday, same place, same time. Uh, until Thank
2: you. then. The yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never care about spending some money, cause I know there's more on the way. I had some niggas that started acting funny, and I had to cut them away. Ain't even worried about all this fun when I know there's money to make. Why are you trying to die all of a sudden, knowing I got something to take?